there is no such thing as luck. Luck is simply being prepared the moment for the moment that opportunity presents itself. If the good things aren't happening to you because you're lucky, it's because you had prepared yourself for that moment. Listen, when you're not prepared, that that door opens and it shuts. But as far as you being lucky, oh, oh, hell no. That was you preparing for that moment. And then when the opportunity came, you know, that you seized it and, and, and made it happen. And, and, you know, opportunity presents opportunity. You know, one door opens up uh, uh, another door. Yo, 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 it's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. The Overcomers Podcast is designed to help you overcome adversity and live your dreams. Every week, we will be sharing stories of people who found their strength in their struggle. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. And that's a lot of threes, so let me tell you what it is. It's fitness, coaching, and nutrition. It is a place where we help you to look better, live better, and feel better, and it is mind, body, spirit. Today, we're going to help you get your mind right with our special guest. Hello, Overcomer Nation. Welcome to another episode of the Overcomers Podcast. I am super excited because as this podcast drops, it is Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, and I have a special friend that I am super grateful for. I don't know how I got so lucky to be his friend, but man, uh, we met a few years back and our energies just connected and we have some deep conversations. So today we're going to help you get your mind right as we discuss an attitude of gratitude. My special guest is none other than Michael Goddard. Michael is the rock star of the art world, one of the most sold artists in the world. Uh, he's just, you'll, you'll love his artwork. Go check it out. If you haven't seen it yet, get online, start Googling. These olives, the grapes, the everything, it's just like he brings fun to everybody's life. He just puts a smile on everyone's face with his artwork. And beyond that, uh, Michael's a philanthropist. He's a real overcomer. I mean, there was a time in his life where if he didn't sell his artwork, he was sleeping in his car. But beyond that, he's had to overcome loss. He's overcome the loss of a daughter. And when I say he's a philanthropist, he is a big contributor to St. Jude's and other cancer organizations like that in Nevada. Uh, that he helps to uh, do the work that they do to save lives. So his art literally saves lives. So go buy some after you hear the conversation today. But uh, hey, Michael, welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. You know what? I was thinking about something this morning. And, uh, you know, all of our conversations are heavy. But I just want to say, you know, if, if you want, if you're trying to or seeking to make a difference, you know, you begin by helping other people make a difference, man. And that's exactly what you do. And I love it, man. Your your attitude is all gratitude. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, you know, I'll start with that since you led into it because Zig Ziglar says your attitude will determine your altitude. And so I came up with a Travism a few years ago. We put it on our Turkey Trot t-shirt. with the, We were running a Turkey Trot with the members. And I said, not only will your attitude determine your altitude, and I signed that Zig Ziglar. I said your gratitude will determine your attitude, and that's a travism, right? You know, it starts there, doesn't it? Yeah. So true. So, so true, man. And uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, it, you know, it's it's one day at a time. And uh, you know, I, I heard something the other day that, that they were talking about people who make a lift 
uh, living as fishermen, right? And they said, you know, even though they know the storms are, are terrible, the sea is dangerous, and, and they never found those those dangers sufficient enough reason to just remain ashore. And that's kind of what it's about, man. It's like getting outside of all the garbage between the space between the left temple and the right temple, and trying to and we're all trying to sort it all out, man. Like, what what is this life about, and how do we find happiness? And you know, I mean, it's the, it's the ultimate pursuit, you know. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they say that the purpose of life is to discover your gift and the meaning of life is to give it away. That was by uh, a famous artist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be Picasso. You know, I want to yeah. read a quote, though. I want to read a quote by an artist that I actually like a bit more than Picasso. Um, here was his quote. He says, my desire is not money. That thirst was quenched long ago. My motivation is not fame. That faded with maturity. I recognize that my art is my salvation, the bride that never wavers, the gift that has sustained me all my life through every obstacle since childhood. The fuel of my fire is the opportunity to give back the pleasure this life has blessed me with to those more deserving. For this, I am forever indebted. That is it. Yeah, that's a powerful spot. Oh, thanks. Talk about somebody who's living their purpose and giving it away with such gratitude. That was you, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I you made me sound like a poet. Yeah. Or, or maybe I just, you know, once in a while things just kind of flow out nicely. But uh, man, that, that that pretty much nails it. And and you know, I think everybody is uh, sometimes waiting till tomorrow to be happy and and, and doing things. And you know. Uh, we get we get kind of sidetracked by you know uh, our our feelings and how things escalate and our anxiety and and our goals you know it's, it's more about um, you know that that expectation is kind of what kills us you know what I mean like expecting giving a gift that, with the expectation of what you're going to get back and man God if if we could ever free ourselves from that like we're we're great and m- most of the time you know that that escalation that we have in our anxiety isn't really rooted in our fear of change it's it's uh it's not in the actual actions of change you know it's rooted in the the fear of things changing and god man we all got to go through life so brave because who knows minute to minute but yeah man and 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 a lot of other artists that i know or or it's just people in general you know it's like man i'll be happy when you know when i make more money when i get this when i get that you know you, you sit back and you watch some of these youtube videos of these people that you know that we consider really successful whether they're you know a billionaires or they've created you know got the nobel prize most of them it all boils down to the same thing it's it's you know uh it's a means to an end what we're really seeking is happiness trying to understand ourselves and trying to find things that truly make us happy uh not the things that other people say are supposed to make us happy because you get to the top of the mountain sometimes you might be all alone (laughs) you work so hard the kids don't know you you know, you've got no friends and, you know, uh, it's, it, it's kind of crazy. And then I, I love that just about as life goes by that maturity, you know, they kind of, kind of, uh, needing, uh, this or that we really, it's sort of like the more we mature, the more we kind of get to know ourselves and the more we, we all sort of say, man, I, if I'd have known what I know 10 years ago, if I'd have known what I know now back 10 years ago, like I'd be so ahead of the game. But it takes time, you know? It's like one baby step at a time. Well, you just touched on a couple really great things, and so I, I, I don't want us to miss them. First of all, 
just so awesome that quote by you because it's about someone that is living their purpose and understands what a gift that is and just wants to give to others you know so i i had to share that quote then you talked about giving without expectation so here's a challenge for our listeners you ready overcomer nation we're we're starting off the holiday season this is on thanksgiving then you're heading to christmas and christmas is the season for giving Try to give to somebody that doesn't even know that you gave to them this year. Talk about giving without expectation. You know, I had a friend today and uh, they were supposed to, well, it's actually a client, but I consider some of my clients friends, <laughs> all of them really. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, he was going to Venmo me. And I said, actually, could you Venmo this link instead? Because then they'll never know where this came from. And uh, yeah. you know, it's just a challenge, right? Because I don't want to do it for recognition. I want to do it because I heard that the person had a daughter running around in cleats with the cleats were taped with electrical tape and they're like trying to buy right, the shoes. Right. Hold on a minute. You know, there's got to be something that yeah. we can do, right? So look for those opportunities this holiday season. And then Michael was talking about as soon as happiness, as soon as, right? Like we miss out yeah. on the present, right? Like, oh, I'll be happy as soon as yeah. I get this, as soon as I. It's a gift. That's why they call it the present. But we have to be yeah. present to experience it, right? You know, you want to give someone a gift? Yeah. Give them your presence. <laughs> and I'm talking about your yeah. little presence. Nowadays, we're all checking out so often, you know. It's, uh, you know, that is yeah. happiness. I, I've, been a, I've been a victim of my own as soon as happiness many times. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Uh, really, you know, it's... It, I think you, you, you hit it. I mean, that, that's it. I mean, we overlook so many of our joys, so many of like uh, the hidden treasures when we're hurrying from place to place and person to person and experience to experience with, with little attention really anywhere. And I mean, and all that matters is what's kind of passing me for us right now at this moment. And, and we got to learn to pay attention. We got to learn to be present and pay attention, you know, and, and then, then we can appreciate, you know, what we're doing and and you know and always you know especially this time of the holidays you know you see uh you know homeless people as you're pulling up to a street light whatever and it always makes us feel good you know to do the sort of things and and it's like a no-brainer other times it might be a little bit more complicated because life is more complicated you know sometimes there's people we want to help but we're not sure how to help them and i think you know you, you i guess the main thing is you never want to give up on people whether it's a stranger or whatever but You've always got to be willing to hold on uh, to the boundaries to and how you help. Because sometimes when we think we're helping people, either we sometimes we can have our own agenda or there's a, again and there's an expectation of return or there's, you know, uh, you know, critical deaths or whatever. And, you know, look at how many lives uh, that we see and the people that we've met at relationships and had over the years where you see people completely turn their life around. I mean, somebody you know you might you might not necessarily want to hang out with or eat though or you know even like in, in family you know having a daughter wait for her get her financial you know uh <laughs> intelligence together and all of a sudden you pop back and two years later man they totally turned it around and you know people can turn it around for the worst too because you know we all have you know tragedies and, and obstacles we have to overcome and so i think you know when you're trying to help somebody out, cause we, it seems like we all have family members that are, let's just call them difficult. We, <laughs> just have been loved and we have out love. But you know, part of the happiness is, is uh, you know, not just uh, like you say, like maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they could use an extra few dollars or whatever, but 
sometimes I think about the, the, the best gifts we've ever gotten on our birthdays or Christmas or Thanksgiving, whatever, those kind of gifts sometimes boil down to time and, and someone really, you know, taking the time to pay attention and to think about you before they got you a gift. And, you know, we got to do the, the, the same thing. And maybe, you know, maybe a gift card isn't always the best person. Maybe, you know, maybe that person outside the gro- grocery store, you know, get them, uh, giving them money to buy booze might not be a good thing. But maybe you could get them groceries or if it's a family member, sometimes it's just spending time or being able to listen. And, you know, that's, that's really where the giving goes. And, and I, I swear there's nothing that makes, I, I think that there's nothing that makes a person more happy than doing a service for somebody else. It just literally changes your day because all of a sudden it's not all about you. It's not all about me. It's, you know, it, it, it becomes about doing something that makes you feel good about yourself. And, you know, we're all trying to balance out our karma because we were naughty and we were young. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that the truth? <laughs> I always get around. Yay, Lord! Though the end, I speak of karma. I take it easy on this old soul, Lord. You know? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? A, what a great time of year. Yeah, what what a great time of year to actually be thinking about this because you know one of the hardest holidays that I've had in my past was spending holidays alone, where family was either you know you know a, a thousand miles away or just you know uh, just. For some reason, uh, you know, the things life had been a struggle, and suddenly find myself alone on the holidays. Man, there are so many people that you know that are probably friends of ours. We just assume everything's great, you know. Invite them over for dinner. <laughs> yeah, you, you might be surprised that someone says, "Oh my gosh, I had nothing to do." You know, my family's out of town, and this is happening. Oh my gosh, that uh, we've done that a few times. My wife is just amazing. She just reaches out to people. Who I'm thinking, oh, I'm sure they have plans. And man, they come and they're so grateful and you kind of, you know, get to rebond and uh, yeah, man. It's just, what, it's, what a great yeah. challenge. You just gave our Overcover Nation listeners a challenge, right? Invite somebody, invite somebody that, uh, you know, they may not be family. They may just be somebody that you're like, hmm, I wonder if this person really has something going on, you know? Right. Just trust instincts. Be like Michael's wife, Leanne, awesome person. Yeah, wait, you know, I actually have a rapid fire topics and I knew I was going to get to Leanne anyway, because we're going to talk yeah. about love. We've got a great marriage going on. I feel like your wife kind yeah. of saved my life a little bit in Puerto Vallarta. She turned into a lifeguard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let me let me say this. You know, you're talking about how the gift is in the giving and, uh, you know, what to give, you know, touches a little bit on the five love languages, right? You know, like maybe the gift is really your, your quality time. You know, uh, if you, yeah. if you haven't checked out that book, it's a great book by Gary Chapman, but you know, not everybody's looking for a gift, you know, sometimes yeah. they're taking time to write a card because they need those words of affirmation. You know, that's just a, yeah. another awesome gift. And in fact, I, I heard a presenter say one day that he doesn't do Christmas cards. He does gratitude cards at Thanksgiving because he wants to let the people in his life know how grateful he is for them. And he doesn't want to be lost amongst a bunch of other Christmas cards. Cause he says, nobody's doing, yeah. Thanksgiving, doing Thanksgiving cards. And stuff, right. You know, so there's another yeah. challenge. <laughs> All right. So I got cat- go. categories for you. Let me uh, give you category. Number one, help, you know, like we're talking about the top things that people would normally be grateful for. They say he who has this help has a thousand dreams, but he who does not has, but one, you know, so, if you are struggling to be grateful, do this with me right now. Take a deep breath. There you go. That's the first thing you can be grateful for, that you're breathing. And as long as you're breathing, 
you ain't done yet. <laughs> God's not finished me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speak to that, Michael, if you would. I don't know. You got any uh, feelings around that? Yeah. Oh God, I, I got I got useless wisdom on everything, but I, I will tell you, you know, look at the holidays are coming, winter time is here, people are dropping like flies with starting to get the flu and every other thing right now. And that's when you truly appreciate what it's like to be, you know, having a good day, which we normally say take for granted. And all of a sudden you get a cold and you can't breathe and, and you know, all of a sudden your body's achy. I mean, that's just a miserable feeling and I and I think we gotta we gotta kinda take that in while we're healthy. Looking at it as a bigger picture, you know, I mean, uh we're all getting we're all getting older, right? And and uh when you think about how much time you have and you think about taking care of yourself, one of the best things to make yourself feel great is just a little self care. Sometimes, you know, you might be the person who's always taking care of everybody else, right? Like that's like my wife. It's sometimes I got to get her to do something for herself. And that's one thing I've never heard anyone regret is, you know, eating a healthy meal, um, getting a little bit of exercise, taking a walk. I mean, that can give you so much happiness o only because you, you, you have to also feel, you know, uh, realize that how important you are to yourself. And, you know, a lot of times the uh, Christmas time, New Year's time coming, people are going to be making resolutions. And so much of getting healthy, and I know you're a big advocate. I'm not. I'm not as, as nearly greatly self-disciplined as you are, Travis. But you know, but I but I often think about you know some of the reasons long term, right? So I think about the things that make me happy, like my grandson, right? So to me, I'm thinking, okay, you know, I love being around my grandson. It gives me a lot of happiness. And right now, I'm still a young man at 60, right? When I'm 75. And, and I'm, you know, a, a grasping for, for breath or, you know, whatever nonsense is going on that life presents me, I'm really going to be wanting that extra year or that extra two years or that extra five years. And that's like a train that's coming that we don't always look at. You know, it's like it's like being young and saving for your future. A lot of times as we get older, we just get busy. We don't have we don't take time to eat right or, you know, time to just get a little bit of exercise. I'm not talking about working out and trying to feel like you're 20 years old again, but just doing a few things, you know, keeping yourself uh, mobile. So, you know, so that later on, A, your quality of life is, is much better. And then when you really want that extra time, you're going to have it because, uh, because, you know, occasionally you threw in a little exercise or, you know, you decided to get off your butt and not watch TV all day and go walk your dog. You know what I mean? So. I think uh, everyone's uh, grateful if they're breathing right now. That's awesome. Uh, if you're not breathing, you know, well, that's okay. <laughs> but uh, you know, you may want to you may want to let that uh, air out. I think you told everybody to take a breath, but I'll be told to let it out. So. Oh yeah, right. I got to remind them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's helped it, though because helped you. Yeah, and the opposite the opposite of being grateful is taking things for granted. And what Michael was just yeah. talking. There's, don't take your health for granted. Take time for self care. Uh, that's just so. Yeah. You know, if you if you can just be grateful for the health that you have and and take care of it. And yeah. How precious it is. Uh, that's just a, a super good message. And you mentioned a little bit about you know food and fuel and nurturing yourself. And man, I'll tell you, sometimes my weekends fill into my weeks as disciplined as I am. And next thing you know, I'm looking at the scale and why don't I just take time to just feed myself right or or actually sleeping right. 
how about that? You know, I'm a guy that'll work at the end, but sometimes my body needs to sleep in. So during this, be grateful for the health that you have and treat yourself well, you know, whether it means that you, you get a nap or whether it means you get a massage, whatever that might be, you know, really good. Yeah. Really good. So friends and family, you know, you mentioned your grandson. I have a grandson. I'm in love with him. He's like a, yeah, I couldn't love him anymore if he was my own. It's, yeah. it's a great time. And <laughs> I, I truly believe that friends are family that you meet along the way. I really consider you like family. I'm excited to connect with you here in just a hey, couple weeks. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's awesome. I'm like, uh, I just love our get-togethers. And, uh, you know, I one time William Dyer said, uh, friends are God's way of apologizing for your family. Now, I don't know if he has to apologize for <laughs> my family. But I, I do appreciate that quote because I'm like, you know, sometimes I feel like a lack, like our family has definitely gotten smaller over the years. Um, sure, you know, sure. Growing up, getting married, moving away, job takes yeah. here and there. Yeah. But that, 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 I gotta take it's good, you know. But it's, uh, it's something, that, uh, something that might be like a little bit trivial, but I, I, I was thinking about this morning. I'm not a big social media guy, sometimes mainly because I, I don't have enough self-control and I'll start watching YouTube videos and then three hours later, I'm still watching them. Uh, or, you know, go down the rabbit hole of Instagram or Facebook. But I'll tell you, you know what? I am grateful for my Facebook memories because every once in a while, they always catch me off guard and I'll get a great laugh out of it. I'll think, wow, man, like that, I forgot about that. Life's good, you know? And what you're saying about friendships and family, I, I love those Facebook memories that pop up. I mean, some of them I, I, I need to delete right away. Not all good, but you know what a pleasant reminder that always something that uh, that you wouldn't plan like oh okay, okay tomorrow I'm going to think about this or think about this person. A lot of times people just pop up in a Facebook memory, and I, I'm really grateful for those. I know it's a little thing, but I love seeing an old picture of something I did one day or went out to dinner with someone or you know date night or our pictures important by our turn every other thing. Uh, you know, it's kind of just a little thing, and I think. I've just tried to pay attention to those little things because they really can put you back on track and say, you know, I, I, life's not perfect. I do got some problems over here and over there, but man, there's a lot of good going on. And those Facebook memories, man, as, as tongue in cheek as it sounds, I love them. Oh, I think it's great. I think it's great. You know, I'm a big roadmap guy. You know, this is not for everybody, but for probably a decade now, I've been doing this time of year where I take time to reflect and I'm like, okay, what am I grateful for that happened from the past year? People I got to connect with, trips I took, whatever the case might be. And I'll often start, you know, whether it be Facebook or my calendar or even the photos on my phone and just start to scroll through. So sometimes you don't right. realize, you know, what it is that's happened in your life till you take it just a moment to look back and you're like, oh, wow, you know, there's this Facebook memory yeah. here. There's this photo here. And when you start to make that list, here's something scientific for our listeners. You know, how do I get more of what I want in my life? Like, how do I get more of those things that I enjoy? Well, you start by being grateful for them because as soon as you start that gratitude list, there's a scientific thing that gets activated. It's called your RAS, your reticular activating system. And guess what? Because we're aware of what we want in our life, we see more opportunities for it. So taking time for it is it's just such a real yeah. thing. I'm glad you brought that up because me yeah. and our listeners needs to do some scrolling. <laughs> I know we don't. I hear you. And, and, and you know the the other side of uh, the other side of that coin is a lot of what holds us back from being able to enjoy things is the things that we know that we're going to have to tackle tomorrow. 
And, you know, it's, it, it's actually, if you just start out by, and I'm talking about those things that you feel like maybe are preventing you from being happy or something hanging over your head you got to do next week. If we just start by doing, say, what's necessary, all the things that are absolutely necessary, just jump in, get them done. Then, then just doing what's possible, right, right, and suddenly you're doing the impossible. Like, like your, your approach to, to how to handle things that are overwhelming or that are keeping you from being happy or keeping you from doing, you know, be best version of yourself or whatever, you know, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's just like, you know, uh, right. You know, learning to ride the wave without needing to dictate which direction you're going, you know, you can enjoy it without experiencing, you know, any, I don't know. But a lot of times when we think about our problems, we have that this expectancy of, oh, this is going to go bad or it's just going to be a really cumbersome task or, oh, that's not going to be any fun. And and sometimes, you know, just the quantity of the things that are on our list that we have to do, whether it's work-related or a- anything going on in our life, paying bills, it doesn't matter. But, you know, I, my approach is always, I, I, I got to kind of prioritize and say, okay, what do I absolutely have to do, have to do? Instead of worrying about every single thing that's on my list, let's just take what's absolutely necessary. And then after I knock out that, I said, okay, I got, I got that put on auto pay. Now I need, all my bills are paid. Now, you know, what else? Now I just look at, okay, what else is possible? And then I start knocking those things out. And next thing you know, the week's gone by, all those things were done. And, you know, instead of uh, uh, blocking myself from enjoying my week, thinking about the week that's coming, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, that's, it's, uh, it's a great way to tackle your fears, you know? That's so good. All right. So you guys just got some Goddard wisdom right there. You got a three-step <laughs> a three-step process to doing the impossible. It starts with do what's necessary, what's on that list, then what's possible. And before you know it, you're doing the impossible. That's that's so exactly true. Here, we can be overwhelmed and the overwhelm steals our joy. I often ask myself right. as a business owner, right? I'm a franchisor. I got my own location. We got a couple other business endeavors going. So I often ask myself the things I keep putting on my list. I'm like, is it really only me that can do that? <laughs> right? Because sometimes I have to think, what's necessary that I do? Because the list gets bigger and it piles up and then suddenly it, it steals your joy. You know, so yeah. uh, good for people to follow that recipe this time of year. If you're experiencing overwhelm, if it's stealing your joy, do what's necessary first. Just what's necessary. Yeah. I'm trying to get it all done. The plate's never empty. That's really <laughs> Really good. Well, you know what? I I just watched a a, a program show last last week. I don't remember what it was on. I think it might have been Discovery or something. But they were talking about how everyone thinks that multitasking is such a great thing. But science proves that when you multitask, you don't get as much done. You do a whole bunch of, of little things, and you never get anything done. And it's too easy for us to be distracted. And they said that the the people that do best are those, and I know you're a list taker, the, the people that do best are those people that make a list. They take all the things they need to do, and they say, okay, absolutely no distractions. I'm going to get one, two, and three done today. And those tasks then get completely done. And the other, if you start with trying to do three or four little things, you, you forget. You, you, you literally, the, the, the brain can only handle like three or four things in your task list. And what helps you get things done is actually filtering all the distractions away. When you prioritize a list or just make a list of what you got to do this week, and I'm saying, and then narrow that list down to what you have to get done, what's necessary, man, you know, I, I've done that with my businesses now for years where every day I go in, I have an agenda, I have employees pulling me this way and that way, 
And it's like, nope, nope, I came here to do this. I will discuss all that with you in a minute. Let me get done what's necessary. Then let me see how much time I have left to work on some of those other things. And I'll tell you, because a lot of people think that multitasking, well, I'll just get a little bit of everything. But the problem with multitasking, it, it can not only overwhelm you, uh, but you really don't get more done that way. You actually get less done. So, yeah. Another great secret. I, I've read that before. I totally agree with it. You want to be more productive? Stop multitasking. Stop trying to do it all at the same time. And you'll find out that by single tasking, you get more done. That's really good. Really good. Well, I got an open door for you now. Uh, love. You know, when we think about the people that we have in our lives, our, our love life, you know, that's definitely an area that I, I've taken it for granted far too often. Um, you know, you mentioned about times earlier on this podcast where uh, times where you'd been alone at the holidays. And uh, there's a memory I'm going to share and I'm going to try not to get emotional right now Uh you know, everybody knows that listens to this podcast that, uh, you know, I spent a decade in prison for a nonviolent drug offense. So um, if you're new to this podcast and just listening today, that's part of the overcomer story. That being said, my wife and I had a deal. And the deal was, uh, at first I told her that <laughs> here I go, I'm getting, <laughs> my voice is getting a little shaky. But uh, the deal was at first, I said, geez, I don't think that you should bring our daughter to a prison like that. That just doesn't seem uh, like a place that she should be. And she's like, she needs to know that she has a father. And I'm like, okay, all right, we'll do that. But I said, here's the deal. Like, you guys got to have normal holidays. I don't want you coming here on Christmas. I don't want you coming here when it's Thanksgiving. You know, none of that. Just have a normal holiday. Don't try to be here with me. And so she honored that. However, one Christmas, I'm laying in my bunk. <laughs> and they said, Barnes, you got to visit. Now, if you got to visit on a holiday, like they maybe they forgot to charge you with something, you know, like uh, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm like, what? There's something else, you know? And uh, I still remember what my wife was wearing. She was wearing this blue sweatsuit, and there she was in the visiting room. And uh, woof, she said, uh, You shouldn't be alone every Christmas, you know? And, uh, you know, that woman uh, has just always loved me with a love that I didn't deserve, you know, like I've always been so grateful for that. You know, she's given us a, a great life and, and she's been a great mother to our daughter shown, uh, really demonstrated unconditional love. And now she's a great Gigi, you know, as a grandma. Uh, so I definitely wanted to give her a shout out as we talk about love and people that we're grateful for. That's a fond memory for me. How about you? Well, geez, yeah, my wife. Oh my God, she should uh, she should get a she should be ordained as a saint for what I put her through. <laughs> lordy, lordy. But you know that's one of the things about love. Love is uh, when you truly love someone. You know, you 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 have their best interest at heart. And sometimes the critique from my wife, I'm like, you know, I don't want to hear it right now. But you know, when you think back that it's coming from the heart, and sometimes, you know, they know us better than we do. And they know what we need. You know, they, they, she could tell you, hey, listen, you know, here's the sandwich. I'm not hungry. I don't have to now eat this sandwich <laughs> you know? or, or or take a day off or just, you know. And it's amazing. I think subconsciously we don't realize uh, how much of uh, our uh, how much of our accomplishments we have are really due to another person who's behind the scenes uh, uh, supporting us and and. You know, um, I, 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 uh, it, to, to put it in another way, look at I was single. I had no problem sleeping by myself. No problem at all. Now that, you know, uh, Leanne and I have been together 
seven years. It's rare that I'm ever sleeping alone unless I got in trouble. But <laughs> recently, <laughs> our dog, uh, our dog got hurt. Like it, it, it was a serious, serious injury. Uh, all day, you know, uh, in surgery, and I had to go to Thailand. And my wife, you know, like, listen, I really want to go. I don't think I, I should. I think I need to be here with the dog. I said I agree. And listen, if anything ever happened to me, I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want a, a substitute. I'd want my wife here. But anyway, my point is that I went on this trip and I'm sitting on a cruise ship and I can't sleep at night. I've gotten so used to my wife just being there, and I never think about this. But I'm like grabbing pillows and, and trying to get comfortable. And, and I finally figured out, I go, you dummy, you know what it is. You're so used to having your wife and the dog next to you at night. It just, uh, it just, you know, you, 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 you don't really realize the impact that that hut it has until you're without it. And I think that that, that, you know, um, when I got home, of course, you know, it, it, it's, uh, they say, you know, absence makes the heart grow found fonder. I hate that thing, but it's really true. <laughs> it is true. But, uh, but, but, you know, that love, a lot of times that love and that support can be knowing you better than you know yourself and just you looking up. You know, my wife does that to me, uh, you know, uh, at different uh, times of the day. And I don't really, uh, I don't really think about it too much, but uh, talking with someone yesterday where, you know, he is a guy that just got married and uh, he says, man, he goes, sometimes I, I just wake up so happy just having her here. And, uh, you know, and just thought, wow, I can't believe it. Like, I never thought I would be so lucky to have a woman who just gives me so much happiness and so much joy. And, and that is really, really, that is really, really true. I mean, I, I, I'm so madly in love with my wife. And, uh, and I think that everybody in the whole world thinks she's beautiful as I do, which is a problem sometimes with the Amazon guy, the pool guy, you know, or even if she pulls in a jack-in-the-box, goes into a grocery store. But, uh, but, you know, in all honesty that, you know, having someone there for that journey with you is, is life changing. And, you know, uh, 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 the holidays are a great time to sort of, uh, take that in, you know, and, um, uh, you know, my wife, while I was gone on this trip, uh, she sent me flowers and I'm like, wow, man, no one ever sent me flowers. Like, you know, I've never asked for flowers, but it was the thought, you know, it's like opening up a suitcase and seeing a little note or getting a phone call when you're not expecting it. Those are the things that make love like magical, magical. And, uh, you know, we've been through a lot, you know, uh, probably like you guys have, and every couple goes through some really, really tough times. And, um, but with the, the more time that goes by, the more experiences that we experience together, uh, life just seems to be getting better. I mean, when we met, you know, seven, eight years ago, um, I was like, you know, hey, you know, we, we were going to have drinks and partying and just, you know, having a good time. Um, and, and I was just smitten, right? But I never I never could see coming uh, the fact that one day we'd be grandparents together. I mean, I guess it was possible. I never thought about it. But, oh, man, it's just so much. It's so amazing. So good. So good. You know, you just made me think that we should give the Overcomer Nation another challenge. Just, uh, you know, you can pick from one of these challenges. Don't feel like I'm trying to overload you, but Michael was just talking about something that reminded me of an alarming statistic that I read. And he's talking about how just how important it is for him to just have his wife next to him at his side, you know, and how comfortable he's gotten with that and how much he appreciates having her there uh, at night to fall asleep with in the morning to wake up with. And I read recently that there's a high percentage of people 
that the last thing that they touch at night is their cell phone. And the first thing that they touch in the morning is their cell phone. And so it made me think, wow, that's real. You convicted me. And I was like, yeah. what about that person next to me? And, you know, here's another challenge that uh, recently I learned something new about my wife. We were in her hometown and we went to her alumni, her high school, and there was a football game going on. And they were doing really good. And it looks like they're going to be uh, division champs this year. So they're undefeated. And the name of their football team was the Tigers. And I said, oh, so so you're a Tiger. And so ever since, I've been calling her Tiger. I've been like, you know, what's up, Tiger? And here we, we've been together all these years, you know, <laughs> 25 years. Just in the last couple of months, I'm calling her Tiger, right? So if you're that right. person that's touching your cell phone last at night, touching it first in the morning, and not appreciating, like Michael, this person that's next to you, maybe you could even, you know, think for a second, you know, new life into this relationship how do i make it new and fun yeah. you know like how can i just think of all the things i'm grateful for and start to compliment that person on them because this is a thanksgiving podcast so what are you thankful for about that person that's in your life michael's talking about how they keep us balanced right like thank you yeah Cindy, because when i'm so busy living on chronos time trying to figure out how much i can get done in a day she reminds me to live on kairos time and if you don't know the difference Kairos is like a momentary time versus Kronos is just chronological, right? We're all used to that. You know, what time is it? Okay, I got five more minutes. But Kairos is about making moments count. And so right when I'm like about to run out the door, she's like, hey, uh, Nico, your grandson, he's pointing at the pouch. And I'm like, huh, could I put him in the pouch and squeeze him to walk right now? You know? Okay, yeah, I should yeah. be back. <laughs> smokes, you know? So good. So good. Um, I got I got to share a funny story with you. Uh, I'll probably get in trouble for this, but she's not in the room. Uh, <laughs> we just talked about your wife. Your wife being a tiger. So uh, the other night, it was really late at night. We're we're both hungry, and there's nothing in the house. And she goes, "You know, I think I'm going to go get fast food." I go, "All right, just call me. And let me know the first thing. It, it's late, like like it's you know the, after midnight." And she calls me. Goes, I'm just going to get Jack the box. What do you want? So I, I give her what I want. Anyway. Goes back from Jack's box with the food. She's got a smirk on her face. I'm like, what, what's going on? She goes, oh, nothing. I go, tell me what's going on. So she says, well, it's just kind of funny. As I was pulling through the drive-through, when I got up to the window, you know, there's a young, young, young guy there, probably 19, 20 years old, and he's kind of smiling. And he he asked me, oh, is this what you ordered? And then he goes and uh, talks to another kid, and then another kid comes up, and then he's like, oh, will you make sure your fries are in there. She goes, anyways, I think these, these three guys were pa- passing back and forth to check me out, and I'm an old woman, right? And I got such a big kick out of that. So I said, oh, that's funny. I go, yeah. So that's the other awesome. day, we're, uh, the other day we're, uh, my, my wife's getting ready to, to, to turn 50, and she goes, you know, honey, I don't know. Man, I'm getting arthritis, and I, I feel like I'm not that pretty to look at, and, you know, uh, you know, my hip's going out, and, you know, I'm having hot flashes and all this. She goes, I'm just the best. And they go, honey, don't ever forget, you're jack-in-the-box hot. She goes, what? I said, you're jack-in-the-box hot. She goes, what are you talking about? And then a reminder of the story. So she started laughing. She goes, thanks. But, you know. <laughs> so now if she's, feeling, if she's feeling down on herself, you know, you call Cindy the Tiger. I'm telling my wife she's jack-in-the-box hot. So nobody else around knows you know, uh, what that means, except for, you know, me and her, well, now just you and a thousand listeners, but, uh, <laughs> but, 
but what you know, whenever she starts feeling like, oh man, you know, I just, I, I I'm sorry, I, I haven't, you know, got my nails done, or I'm sorry, I don't have something, you know, nicer to wear right now. I just want to be comfortable. And, you know, to me, she always looks like, you know, uh, Miss America. But I just have to remind her now that she's Jack in the Box hot. That's so awesome. That's a great story. That's a great story. Now we got a little inside scoop on Goddard's crazy life right there. Just like so the next one that I have for you is opportunities. You know, I, I'm blessed with a lot of opportunities in my life. I'm excited for where our franchise will head in 2024, uh, launching a speaker's course uh, with a, a friend of mine and a mentor, you know, Todd Durkin. We got that going on. Um, you know, there's, uh, you know, been done with a good bit of life coaching, done several different things and, uh, you know, got that coming out as part of journey now. Those are opportunities. Einstein once said this, though, and I feel this way a lot about how we've bootstrapped our business and grown it from, you know, nothing to what it is. He said, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for all those who said no to me. It's because of them I'm doing it myself. <laughs> I thought that was really great. You know, and, uh, yeah. you know, we've built a lot and I'm always grateful for every opportunity that comes our way because you know the harder i work the luckier i get <laughs> you know it's uh you know big quote, yeah you know? <laughs> I, well, I got something to chime in i got something to chime in on this now i've heard a lot of people say oh well, that person's so lucky you know this happened and that happened to him and, and i got a quote it's, it's like a mantra in my life and that is there is no such thing as luck there is no such thing as luck luck is simply be prepared the moment for the moment that opportunity presents itself. If it, the good things aren't happening to you because you're lucky, it's because you had prepared yourself for that moment. Listen, when you're not prepared, that, that door opens and it shuts. But as far as you being lucky, oh, oh, hell no. That was you preparing for that moment. And then when the opportunity came, you know, that you seized it and, and, and made it happen. And, and, you know, opportunity presents opportunity, you know, one door opens up, uh, uh, another door and, you know, it's, it's really easy to, to, to try and figure out how to make an extra hundred dollars. If you got 10,000 to work with, it's really hard to get that first hundred. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I, but I'll tell you, I have, I, I live by that. It's like, you know what? I don't know if this is going to happen or not. But I'll tell you what, if it does happen, I'm going to be ready for it. I'm going to be ready for that opportunity when something comes out of nowhere, you know, and, you know, maybe it's an accident, maybe not. I mean, I really don't believe in accidents. I, I don't believe people are lucky either. I believe that in order for, you know, all the stars to align, part of it was you you had to be prepared for that moment. Yeah, really good. That's a really good word right there. I'll tell you what, uh, when it comes to opportunities, what are you most, I guess I'll ask you, sorry. Uh, when it comes to opportunities, what are you most excited for that's ahead in 2024? You want to let us in on Goddard's crazy life? Oh, Lordy. Let's <laughs> see. Um, well, I've, I've got an opportunity to uh, to try and uh, uh, get my art out there a little bit more than I have. And um, uh, the way... Way that uh, the way that I plan on doing it, that I plan on uh, perhaps doing less cruises, which take about two weeks of my time, and instead doing you know some back-to-back -back shows. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, so, in other words, I can get four shows in in a two-week period where on a cruise ship it takes me, you know, uh, two weeks, the same amount of time, but I get four shows in. So, you know, I, I've thought about this really long time, and I just thought, well, I'm not really sure if I'm ready to put it into action. Um, one of the ways uh, that I, I thought maybe I could do it is if I was able to handle the, the travel part of it a little bit better. And I just never really, uh, just never really paid attention. But I'm going to have the opportunity to do something new, um, which is going to help everything that that I love in my life. It's gonna, it's gonna actually going to my new calendar. I have an opportunity to actually work less days than I did the year before, see my children more, um, you know, not be gone from my wife for several weeks. And I'm super excited about it. And at the same time, doing more shows is going to uh, create more opportunity. Uh, for my work with St. Jude. So crazy, Cr crazy cool. And, and that's one of the things I'm looking forward to. So that's really good. Yeah. You know, for the listeners that aren't familiar with your work, uh, just you know, a few little stats um, about how many pieces of Goddard artwork are sold each year. Oh, good Lord. Uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it too loud because my wife will say, Oh, I need to go shopping. <laughs> No, you yeah. know, uh, quite quite a few. Um, uh, be, and and a lot of it has to do with merchandising. So when I do a, a painting uh, that sells in a gallery, we also take a scan of it, and then we do limited edition print. And a limited edition print might be anywhere from two hundred to two thousand. And then after that, it goes into other types of merchandising where people can buy posters and all this other stuff. It'd be really hard to put a, a, a real number on it, but 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 a lot. A lot. So um, new new images that I create each year, you know, I try and get uh, at least two originals done uh, a month, you know. So, yeah. And sometimes I, I can do it sometimes a little bit less. But but then what happens is, you know, come out with a the, come out with a painting and share it with everyone. And then there's thousands of limited editions uh, that, that go out and uh, and in different media. So I, I recently did a. Uh, a picture of a uh, uh, like a, a, a mob star, like a, a mobster, a wise guy. But you know, the plan is that after the paintings are released, after limited editions are done, I'm going to be making sculptures and you know, doing all kinds of other fun things with it. So yeah, but but there's 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 a lot. Is it okay? Good. You know, what's it, that? One? It's just really awesome because I here's a testimonial for the Goddard artwork. I love Goddard's art. I think it's super cool. The most awesome part of becoming a Goddard art fan was finding out that the man behind the art was even more lovable than the art and even cooler. Uh, because, man, I'll tell you what, I'm forever a fan of you and forever a fan of your artwork. And I highly recommend that people go check it out. You know, if you haven't seen it yet, you're on this call, uh, definitely take a look. And I was just asking for a little insight because, um, you know, you might be listening to this call and, uh, you know, Michael just got explained got done explaining that you know you create these opportunities because you're ready when they arrive right it's not luck yeah and if you're listening to this show and you're like well I'm not an artist and I'm not a franchise or whatever that's okay uh proof that you're not done is that you're still listening right so you know what yeah. are the opportunities that you want to pursue go pursue them because be grateful for the fact that each day is new and you get a chance to do it all over again you get a chance to choose a different path at any time. You can just go the direction that you feel that you were more meant to go. So there's opportunity for everybody, regardless of where you're at. 
Yeah. You know, I, I think Travis, you, you hit it. You know, we were just talking about our wife. Think about love for a minute and, and, and away from career and, and gifts and all that. Think about the, the person you're with, your, your soulmate and think about in the same situation, did you really get lucky or did you two meet each other at the point in life where you needed to, and you were ready for it? You were ready to have a good relationship. Finally, you know, you were ready or, or, you know, um, you know, those, those kinds of things uh, are, are play an important role too. Cause you know, I look at my wife and say, man, thank God you didn't meet me five years earlier. I was the mess. You know what I mean? But, but I was prepared for a good relationship. I'd been through experiences that were bad or whatever, and kind of knowing, you know, sometimes figuring out what you want is figuring out at first deciding what you absolutely don't want, you know? And, and, and so that, that luck, uh, that opportunity kind of relates to, to almost everything, you know, if you don't put yourself out there, um, whether it be for your career or whatever it is, you know, it makes the, uh, it, it can literally close all the doors and then, you know, there's just you in your world, you know? And uh, with, with the art, it's really fun for me. I mean, I, I truly feel like art in itself is, is a great blessing. Um, just, you know, because it can take you to someplace magical, but my, my artwork, uh, obviously has always has a lot of humor in it. Cause I don't know how to be serious except for when I'm talking to you and then we get deep, <laughs> but you know, when people come over the house, it's the conversations that they have with their friends and their family going, wait a minute. Oh, I like the wine glass, but is that a grape, does that grape have arms and legs? Like what's going on? And then the story unfolds and you know, one of the things I'm happiest about is that, you know, there's, there's two happy moments in a piece of art for me. There's one when I do something and, and I really like what I painted. The second is sharing it, man. That's it's sharing it. You know, that's the, that's the part that is, is a huge uh, gift as well. Whether or not, you know, somebody's interested in my last painting of, uh, you know, a grape uh, drinking, uh, I don't know what he was drinking, his white lightning, I think it was, moonshine, and while his cows are being abducted. He's so busy getting his drink on that only his dog notices that, the cows are all being abducted. So, you know, it's really random stuff. And I, but I enjoyed, you know, painting it because I was painting it, you know, just for me. And then, um, you know, when I actually get to go out and do like an event and, and tell people the stories about the paintings, uh, it, it's so much fun. Whether or not abducting cows is interesting to them or not, you know, and there'll be that one person that goes, oh my God, that reminds me of my uncle. <laughs> you know? <laughs> oh God. I know that you have some good practices for staying grateful. Uh, in fact, I know that you have a practice you do almost every morning. So maybe as uh, you know, we come towards the top of the hour that you could give our listeners your best practices for just staying in that attitude of gratitude. Uh, you know what? You know what I say. Like with, with, with like a musician will carry around a recorder, right? Because it, you you lose the salt, right? You you hit, hear a tune as you're driving. And they're like, man, you know, if I don't keep a recorder next to me, I'll lose it. With me, I keep an iPad next to me. So morning, noon, or night, if I get an idea, you know, I can jot it down. And you, I know, is, is just really good at putting things in writing. And I really believe that taking that idea, whatever it is, whatever it is, sometimes, you know, the next day they're just going, like, God, what was I thinking? You know, but, but when you take the time to write it down, that's really the first step in taking action towards, you know, seeing if that's something you want to pursue. And I think that, you know, I'm very, very disciplined uh, that way that, you know, I will stop what I'm doing if I get an idea, uh, you know, as far as a, a painting or something, you know, like that, and I write it down. And again, it goes back to that, you know, list of priorities and all this other stuff. I can go back to it, review it at a later time. But I've already taken the first step as far as 
writing it down and taking the thought and putting it into action. You, no business is started by just all of a sudden you open your eyes and the business is running. It literally starts with a thought. Somehow you put it into action and nine times out of 10, it's because you put it down in writing. You started writing down the pros and cons of this or that or whatever. So I think that that's one, uh, that's one discipline that I really live by is, is taking that, taking that first step and, and writing things down. Um, and not just with my art, but literally with, with everything I try, uh, in the morning to write a grateful, grateful list on days when I've had my coffee, you know, I try and think about, you know, uh, on the weekend, uh, I try and think about, you know, next week's plan. Once I write it down, I don't think about it during the weekend. I'm able to enjoy it, but, I have, um, in fact, yeah, is there, that, that's, that's part of it. That brain dump on Friday helps me enjoy the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, I definitely do that. And, you know, stop right now if you're listening and write this down. There's a thing called the five-minute journal out there, the five-minute gratitude journal. And it starts your day with just three things that you're grateful for. So with Michael's practice and encouragement of just, you know, having something handy to write in, maybe that journal's for you. Uh, I don't get any benefits from <laughs> recommending that journal, but you could find it on Amazon. Good hardcover journal to to pull around with you. And, and then I just want to give a quote that I heard. Uh, it says, Writing precedes clarity and clarity precedes genius. So it's really good to get these thoughts out of your head and put them down on paper like what Michael's recommending because then you get clear and then you just find something that uh, is gold, pure gold right there. So really good stuff. Um, Michael, any other final thoughts on gratitude for our listeners? Well, my wife's sitting right here now. So now I got to say I'm so grateful for my wife. <laughs> she looks so beautiful today. She is. She is jack in the box hot right now. I'm telling you that. <laughs> well, if she can, if she can hear us, we can tell her. Our whole audience, the listeners will testify that she's been a big part of your gratitude list the entire show. So uh, you're a lucky man, and uh, I'm lucky to know her as well. So really good. Um, well, I want to thank you, you know, for being on here today. Hey, if the listeners want to go. I had fun. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. I think that uh, I hope everybody got a lot out of this episode. I hope that they're feeling more grateful and got some tools, tips, strategies to just go practice that gratitude during this season. Uh, if people want to go check out your art that we've been talking about, they're probably wondering what what was happening. Cows were getting abducted. Somebody was drinking white lightning. And, you know, like what was going on? You know, uh, tell them where they can go to find it. All right. Well, uh, you know, as far as social media goes, my um... My Instagram is Goddard's Crazy Life, and uh, Goddard is spelled with one D in the middle, so just G-O-D-A-R-D. Uh, you could also go on uh, Official Goddard with no space in between. That's my Facebook. Uh, you can also go to michaelgoddard.com, or uh, you could just Google me, and uh, you'll be overwhelmed with uh, uh, a lot of useless information, a lot of dirt on me. But uh, it's uh, just Michael, just how it sounds, and then Goddard, G-O-D. ARD and uh, look forward to uh, meeting some of you and sharing my artwork with you. And, you know, I just want to say again, Travis, we started out, I, I, I told you, you know, one of the best thing we, we can do uh, to change and make a difference in this world is helping other people make a difference. I love what you're doing. I love what you're about. That's why you're one of the best friends I have, especially on uh, what day is it? Thursdays. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but no, I just uh, wish everybody happy holidays and, uh, appreciate the opportunity to chat with you um yeah i forget it's a podcast it'd be like it's just you and i just sitting around you know over a, a, a over a uh you know over a fire pit, pit or a chessboard 
<laughs> well, you know, and that's why I wanted you on here today. I, I know it was short notice and you're just an awesome friend to to hop on here and, and be so generous with your time. But you and I have had these deep conversations many times and we've said, boy, other people should be listening to this. And, and we got to write down what it is that we just said because we got to remember it too. And, and what I want to encourage you to yeah. listen is that the state of your life is a reflection of the state of your mind. And I hope that today's podcast helped you to get your mind right. And, you know, then if you can change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. So start to look at life as a, as a miracle that it is, right? When you think about life, I mean, we are on a rock right now. And this rock is going about, uh, let's see, a thousand miles per hour. Okay. So we are on a rock. We're, we're orbiting around the sun at about 67,000 miles per hour. Like that's a miracle in itself. And Einstein said, you either go through life looking at this, though everything's a miracle or nothing's a miracle. And I say, enjoy the miracle of this season, you know? So yeah. thank you. Thanks for being on here. All right, Travis, you take care. Bye, everybody. All right. Have a great day. Thanks for listening, Overcomer Nation. Make sure if you haven't already, give us a five-star rating. Make sure that you share this and subscribe so you can see all of our future content. That's right. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future show, go to overcomers-podcast.com. If you're interested in our franchise opportunities with Journey 333, then go to www.journeyfitness333.com. And finally, if you like what you heard today and you feel like you're somebody that needs a bit more coaching, go to travisbarnes.com. Yeah! Come